Hey gang, for this episode of TC Talks, I'm sharing the third and latest episode of All Consumed, my podcast collaboration with Neil Davey. It's a good one too, featuring an in-depth conversation with the amazing chef, Jose Pizarro. Here it is. Welcome to All Consumed. It's uh, episode three of All Consumed. Uh, my name is Neil Davy. My name is Chris Osborne. And uh, we're sitting. Hola. <laughs> Hola. Hola, Chris. Um, so here we go. We're giving you some really subtle clues here to the subject of episode three. Um, we're sitting in Bermondsey in a very nice restaurant. The, um, the remnants of a couple of excellent desserts, some sherry. We're full of fraser and croquettes. Uh, some octopus, all kinds of stuff. Um, this is probably a little clue as to uh, to where we are, and also to the subject of um, this kind of special edition, by uh, by our standards, of, uh, of all consumed. Um, rather than a subject and several interviews, we've gone for um, kind of a one-off this time. Going deep. We've gone, yeah. It's um, so the um, <laughs> so the um, yes. The, so as some of you will no doubt guess, the subject of uh, this particular episode is um, one of our favourite chefs and um, an all-round good egg, uh, Mr. Jose Pizarro. Yes, yes. We uh, we sat down with him in the private dining room of his Pizarro restaurant for uh, a good, long, in-depth interview, uh, talking about everything, his thoughts on London what may hold in the future for his restaurant uh, group and it's a really great conversation with a really great lovely guy hey this is chris and i'm here with neil davy and we are at pizarro with uh, one of our favorite chefs in london jose pizarro for a special episode talking to him to this master chef about uh what he does and all things Spanish food in, 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 in London. So, Jose, thank you so much for meeting with us this morning. No, no thank you for having me. It's amazing. <laughs> no? Always yeah. it's good to talk with friends about your passion. Yes. That's it. And your passion is? It's food. Really? It's food, yes, food is people, it's uh, this amazing city, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, and it's always good to have, you know, friends around <laughs> with a cup of coffee. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, maybe a uh, glass of sherry. Who knows? twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing we found, I mean, the, 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 the small amount of research <laughs> that we did for this. Dental technician? Yeah. How did, how did I, that come about? I, um, I was not very good at studying. And uh, I was very good in carving, you know? And uh, I thought maybe that is the way to, to go. I studied dentist technician, and yeah, I love that. In Spain? In Spain, oh. in Cáceres. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was not, oh yeah, who knows. Was but I went to, I went to, uh, for a job in Seville. Uh-huh. I got the job, but it was a gap between, you know. Between was, <laughs> <laughs> was a gap until I started, um, the job, mm-hmm. the new job, and I thought, let's do a course, cookery course. And look at me, 23 years after, okay. right. and I didn't see any mouth around me. 
Okay. Anymore. <laughs> just, uh, just my customer. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just my customer. Yeah, just, just, just Different happy, way. Just happier ones. Yes. Yeah, very much okay. Okay. And some of them grumpy, always, you know what I mean? But so normally happy. So as the dental technician, was that just, it seemed like a practical thing, or was there a passion there? Or? was no passion, it was just, you know. Uh, my family were farmers. Okay. And uh, for me, it was not the way I wanted to go, because I saw my mom and my dad working very hard every single day of the, mm-hmm. of the year. And um, I thought, that is no. I love farming, I love animals, I love everything related, I love my vegetable garden, but I didn't want to go in that route. Okay. It's why I thought, I have to study, I need to eat. And um, that for me was a, a good okay. And your family, you grew up in uh, Extremadura? I grew up in Extremadura, okay. Central West, in the Portuguese Bordeaux. Okay. Um, Beautiful area. Mm. The people doesn't know much about, but yeah, proper rural, um, plenty of vegetable gardens and, uh, okay. and animals around to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, when I'm with my partner, he say, oh, look at that, how beautiful is that land. He say, yes. Gross. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's a great yeah. area, yeah. Yes. You know? yes, it's on the journey. It's on the journey. Even, even like, yeah, that's so what, it. I mean, in terms of sort of cooking, was was there anyone in the family that was particularly kind of inspiring, or, or was it just no? Well, my mom always was, uh, as I say before, always working, but always was in the kitchen, making amazing, um, very simple, but proper, um, proper food. You know? And my my mom uh, learned from my grandmother. In my son, my dad, mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I was not allowed to be in the kitchen really. Okay. When you are on a farm, you you have to go go away, you know, because my mom did she didn't have the time enough to spend the whole day in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. No, have to be cook, bam bam, no wasting time. Right. Yeah. Um, I have to go out to be helping that. Mm-hmm. Always say helping that or be a naughty. You know, <laughs> running around hangs behind the hangs, and uh, I, I was more in that side. Um, yeah. But farming, grow up in a farm, grow up, grow up in a small village. Uh, Forty years ago, forty-seven years ago, now that was amazing. Okay. That was amazing, and brother and sister, okay. older than me. That was good because you didn't, you didn't have any iPad, you didn't have anything. You have to go out <laughs> and enjoy with your friends. You know. That was was amazing, and um, I was lucky to go with my dad to the vegetable garden, to the farm, and pick up a glass of milk mm-hmm. from the cow. Okay. That that is what you make make me happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was a child. No? So I guess now as a chef, you know where everything comes it's from and what it takes yeah. to have milk or cheese. And how, or... And how amazing is uh, yeah to take a tomato from the supermarket is easy. But to see uh, that person, you know, growing the, pra- the plant from a seed, transplant that to, to the land and to, to get the tomato mm-hmm. that is, tastes as tomato. Sure. That journey is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that no many childs today see that the tomato is not one day, you know? The tomato is few months, yes, yes, two, yes, three yes. months yeah. until mm-hmm. you have the most beautiful yeah. In your heart. No, absolutely. There is a sense that there is a kind of a disconnect. Disconnect totally. Like, yeah. But I was so lucky that yeah. I was not cooking with my mum or my grandmother or anyone, but I was lucky enough to know all all the flavours, all the ingredients, all all the smells, you know. That was that was very lucky. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, so with the, the cooking course that you you did this this great yeah, moment, open everything. I think open everything. Yeah. yeah. Say, wow, do you want really to spend your life sitting in a desk, yeah. looking to something not very nice, or do you really want to spend your life spend your life with people around, creating and making yes. a smile yeah. in a different way. Yeah, yeah you could go on a bicycle course, take a photography course. Yes. We are very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was really, really lucky to yeah, found the way and uh, and the journey. Yeah. No, because the the journey until here we are in Bermondsey yes. is um, being beautiful, no easy. You yes. know, to go to a country where it's not your country, when you don't speak any English at all. Right, yeah. But all that journey. I've been around amazing people, and, and you know, and at the moment, I, I have to say, the people you know is, yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. that journey is it's been mm-hmm. great. I, I, suspect a, I suspect there's a few pigs that wish you were a dental technician. <laughs> yeah, but um, I lost a veil. I lost a veil, but I'm, I'm very happy in Bermondsey. <laughs> hey, so, so okay, no, 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 carry on. No, just uh, so okay, you take that course, you love it. You just found the first job you could in a kitchen, or I was lucky because in the in the in course Syria, yeah. in the course that in, is in Catherine's, yeah, okay. the oh, cookery course was oh. in Catherine's. In, um, in the school, always sent to you to restaurants, you know, oh, okay. to to really learn since the beginning. You know, you yeah, have sure. to be, you need to know how to watch a mm. pot. Okay. To you know, and um, yeah, I start meeting people, and uh, in this, um, I they offer me a job, and then I say, oh. Good. I can earn some money, but I can be working at the same time. After two months, was like you know, I'm making good money, and the course is good. It's good to go, but when you learn, it's yeah. there, sure. sweating, okay. stress okay. Okay. is how. And then slowly, slowly, I was lucky enough to meet new people, going from one place to another place. Uh, the money that you earn go to restaurant to eat, and um, yeah, it's the way I. Slowly, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. came up and um, yeah, it was a lovely journey. I start in, um, in a very simple, well, when I say simple, yes, a uh, very local uh, restaurant, um, learning how to prepare rows to proper regional food. And yeah, okay. that teach me a lot. Okay. I have a, my head chef, she was really like that with me. Oh, yeah. This woman is crazy. <laughs> so, you know, like a proper military. Um, but teach me a lot. A lot about cooking uh-huh. and as well a lot how to run a kitchen. You know, okay. how tidy, how clean, how quick. That you don't learn in the beginning. Uh, maybe you will never learn. For me, when I uh, see a, a guy coming for a trial, cooking you can teach, but mm-hmm. clean, tidy things you will not teach to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was. I still remember her. Sometimes, sometimes, kitchen changes a lot. Yeah. Changes a lot. I change a lot, but I remember the proper twenty, more than twenty years now. In the kitchen was mm-hmm. low, not like now, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was and then, uh, and then was it ni- ninety-eight, you came to. Mm, I came ninety-eight. Okay, so what? 
and so didn't didn't speak English. Not at all. Why, uh, I just why, why London? Why a friend of mine? He told me, friend of my friends, he told me that was a very good gap opportunities for chef in the UK. And I really want to learn different cuisines mm-hmm. because uh, in Spain, nineteen years ago, even in Madrid. Was the diversity was no diversity. Mm-hmm. It was just proper Spanish Spanish wine, blah blah blah. No, the opportunity to learn how to make a curry. Or I is what I wanted mm-hmm. to to learn. It's why I came. Okay. Um, but it was difficult because you know, if you want to learn something, if you don't speak the language, it's impossible. You know, it's why I thought, okay, right. no job. Let's try in, uh, in Spanish. Oh, Spanish restaurant. I was lucky. I found I found a, a magazine on the floor. As Gaudi. I said, okay, let's do a trial there. Okay. Gaudi. We are talking, yeah, Nacho. Uh, yeah. And I went there, and I. He gave me the, the opportunity to. It was difficult in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, but difficult and easy at the same time. Difficult because I couldn't learn what I wanted. Right. Uh, but it was easy in another way because I was always with um, Spanish. People, you know, going out with the Spanish, you know, easy was easy. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, but without the language, without the English, was nothing going on. You know, mm-hmm. we, I couldn't speak really right. with anyone, and I learned that diversity I wanted was difficult. What, uh, you know? So how did you remedy this? Yeah. Uh, just slowly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Slowly, slowly, and uh, found someone. That loved me that time and uh, helping me with my okay. with my English. Always, it's wrong thing to say because that I, you know, I respect that person. But we say in Spanish to sleep with the dictionary is the best. And that <laughs> bless. Uh, um, vocabulary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did it Very slowly. Nice. My accent is still there. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, many years now. That's and it's amazing. It's amazing to that uh, barrel that you have when you just start properly knowing people. Because without the English, you really cannot yes get you know right. absorb everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as always, it's, it's, it's great to the people you met all over the world and the, the, how much you learn different right. culture. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's really. What is all about London? Huh? Okay, I, I very more, yeah. You can talk about food. You can eat in anywhere to say. Yeah. You know, you, you can go to the Chinese. You don't have to go to the most expensive one. You just go somewhere. Yeah. And you would have amazing yes. food yeah, but, that you know, feel like you're in China. Diversity thing in terms that of is, yeah, it's that is a remarkable city. That's I suppose, I suppose it's interesting you coming over that that time. I mean, so much feels like kind of fate or things. So you pick up a magazine, it's all. Um, I mean, where um, what St John started what ninety four? Mm. So there was this kind of real rise in. So you're kind of somewhere between St John starting and Ruth Rochelle declaring London the most exciting food city. You kind of slap bang in the middle. Actually, yeah. it's, it's a it's remarkable, time. remarkable timing. I was lucky. I was lucky because people, um, when I arrived, people didn't know much about Spanish food. Really, um, not even the Spanish ingredients. You know, this is the base of our culture. Mm-hmm. And now you can find pimentón everywhere. Yes. People know about our base, you know. And uh, 
and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Well, some of that's uh, thanks to you, well, I think. Yeah, but yeah, certainly, um, and the Brindisi days. I mean, yeah. that's before Brindisi. That time with Brothers, David. I love David and Rob. They gave me a very good opportunity, and uh, that is where I was doing Michelin star food in Spain when I arrived here. I started doing that kind of food in Gaudi before Air Brothers. Um, but when David gave me that, let's go back to the roots. Let go, let's go back to the ingredients to talk. Yeah. If you really want to, to say, wow, about the Spanish cuisine, you have to teach people yes, from okay. the bottom, mm-hmm. you know? People need to understand about the olive oils, about the vinegars, right. about the, you know, the, the meat we have, uh, yeah. all the aromas, yeah, all the flavors. Did they, did the guys at Air Brothers, did they find you or were you looking for another opportunity? I, the head chef in that time was a friend of mine. Okay. That I met in Gaudi. Ah, oh, right, okay. And he said, come with me as a sous chef. Okay. And um, he left for good, mm-hmm. for traveling. And David told me, why you don't take the opportunity to to be the head chef? So, yeah, okay. why not? Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's no. right around the time I moved to London. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and from my perspective, that's when you started, people starting to recognize your yeah. name as Spanish chef. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were at Air Brothers how long? I was in Air Brothers for two years, I think. Okay, two years, wow. Okay. <laughs> the time is just like we say we are now in summer. Oh. No, it's, yeah. no, it's no, indeed. With, with time. Tro- with, yeah, with, with winter temperatures and tropical storms. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but when well, the time go, when you are enjoying, I think the times go quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's so much that you do and yeah. so much you enjoy that. Yeah. Well, no. Sorry, um, the, 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 you said about that, that lack of knowledge of Spanish ingredients. So it's the, um, the the piece did for National Geographic food about the ham. Well, we, well, I think like, that, possibly the last time yeah. I saw you bumped into you on a plane landing in Seville in, Seville. in November, which is bizarre. Um, and doing the research for that and realizing that until those opportunities came, people just had no idea what ham on America. No, I was. Only what ten, ten years, twelve yeah. years since, yeah. Always, I was with a ham, and I was like, you know, anywhere I went, it was like Parma ham, Parma ham, Parma ham, Parma. Nothing wrong with Parma ham, yeah. you know, it's lovely, but it's completely, as you know, and you taste, completely different products. Yeah. People didn't know, and more when you say, okay, this plate is uh, twenty pound. I was like. Well, whatever, no. Well, of course, you try. Right, yeah. You say, okay. And that journey, the amazing, and, and selling few hundreds hams a year mm. now in my places. And that, that made me happy, you know? Mm-hmm. People really recognize how Spain, how... Yeah. We have well, it, it, it is so of its region. It is so of its everything. It's yes. it's just that kind of distillation of, mm. of the terroir, culture, yeah, yeah terroir, terroir, culture, heritage, yeah. happy accident. It's it's everything. Really? It's all just kind yeah. of in, just so intensely flavoured in in that that leg. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is remarkable. Um, you know, so. It's good because people go to Spain now and they do, they want to learn more. Yes. They don't. Won't just paella and uh, sangria. Right now, it's paella is amazing and a good sangria. Oh, sure. I make sangria in Brocade in my restaurant in Brocade and it's great. 
you know, but he's more than that. Yes, uh, so, so much more. He's so much more. And um, then the regions mm-hmm. are distinctly mm-hmm. different. Yeah, exactly. From north to south to the Canary, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. Do you go back to Spain often? Lots. Okay, lots. Yeah, yeah I go out there a lot. Extremadura, all over. Uh, all over. Okay. Um, yeah, for work, mainly. Well, yeah. Always I escape to see okay. Isabel. Isabel is my mom, and uh, she's the boss. Okay. <laughs> so what, what does your mom think now that you're this uh, you know, chef with three restaurants? She, she's very proud. Okay. She's very proud. She loves to come here okay. in London. She really enjoys it. She's coming now in July for right. two weeks. Okay. Yeah, she's, uh, and it's important for, you know, for me that she feels that you know, I'm far away from her, but I'm I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I still love to come here and walking around to see what is going on. <laughs> what does she does she recognize the food you cook, or does she think it's completely different than what you had growing up? Or? Always, always is a reference in my menu okay. about my mom. Okay. Always, and I think that flavors I try to copy, but never. Uh-huh. <laughs> You never copy. So you, you make. You, I try to make her the, the most simple thing: yeah. the tortilla patatas, no, the potato omelette. Not the same. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> mom's is always going to be. Better. I don't know why. Yeah. What she does? <laughs> I use the same pan, the same olive oil, the same potatoes. We have egg now. Mm-hmm. She so have hens around. But I think that's, that's, that's one element I really like with food. There was a. Um, there was a great Italian restaurant in Main Fair called Babbo. I'm not sure it's still there. Their signature dish was lasagna, and the guy had learned to cook it. It was his grandmother's recipe passed on to his mother. So it was a tribute to his, his heritage who'd make this lasagna. So I ordered it. And the waiter said, yeah, very good. Good call. Good choice. And then he brought it, put it down, and the lasagna. And as he walked away, he said, it's not as good as my mother's. <laughs> so I love this I love this sense of rivalry and um, that sense of heritage and everyone's still trying to kind of mm. kind of recreate something yeah, that yeah. Well, that taste of childhood that kind of <laughs> little sense of nostalgia no but I still recognize flavors and uh, yeah mm-hmm. and now I'm allowed to go to the kitchen okay alright okay. <laughs> to her kitchen uh, uh, with Notebook camera. <laughs> yeah, she, is still, she is still looking, you know. But, yeah. Do you cook for your family? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. For me, nothing better than mm-hmm. every summer we go all family yeah. together for as long as we can. Nice. Ten days yeah. or a week. Or, yeah. uh, for us, it's nothing else than mm-hmm. go shopping in the morning. They walk, I walk with my mom and then buy breakfast, buy whatever you need for the day and just spend the day around the kitchen nice. Nice. <laughs> so great. eating, drinking and uh, learning the and secret of tortilla yeah. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> I'm telling you <laughs> see, <laughs> see, uh, next to her but no uh, so I think it's that Talking, sorry, excuse me, I'm sorry. You're talking about shopping, you're talking about sourcing the right olive oil. Do you want to talk a little bit about sourcing and the importance of importing some ingredients? Always, uh, always important for me to know where the food coming from. You cannot know where all the vegetables arrive here, no? Yeah. But for me, um, the, the meat I buy, the, my Iberico Porth, I buy from Cinco Jotas, and uh, I need to go there to see the people. Yeah. I need to see who is producing the cheese. Uh, what is behind that, you know? Um, Brindisa teach me a lot about mm-hmm. that, uh, Monica, to, to see 
how small yes. producer. No? Because it's cool to, to say organic or it's cool to... But sometimes those people producing, they cannot be organic. If they're so small that they can buy that cheese or that yeah. whatever is their life. And for me that is... Top end. And you can tell. I mean, that there's, a, there's a purity to, to that. Which mm. I think it, even if you... As you say, with the, people's reaction to the to ham on for the first time, even if you don't know what it is, you have one piece, and you, oh, wow, hang on, it's, it absolutely it stops you in track. Yeah. And I think the same is true with a just a really great tomato, or no, as you say, an amazing piece of cheese. It's just it's people, even people who think they don't have a palate for these things, no, you give them really good things, yeah. or I, really well sourced things. I don't know That's nothing about wine. You like it or you don't? That's it. <laughs> All the matters, but when you try something unique, he says, Wow, maybe you don't know, but the reaction is just Mm -hmm. and it's um, that's the important thing for me is um, where the provenance, now where is everything Mm -hmm. coming from, Mm -hmm. and how people look after, right? The because a a happy pig is a happy meat, yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, a chicken that is being grown like sorbet is. Nice meat to eat. Mm, yes. Uh, I, I always, always uh, we have uh, to say cocks, no? They're in the, in the family. And when you have that chicken mm. that need to be cooked for two hours, maybe because it's yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that color, it's dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We cook in tomato sauce, my man. That is. That's it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, better than that. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, chicken. Yes, yes. It's chicken, but yeah. it's happy. Yeah, and I think as the same. I mean, we the the reaction to our last podcast on meat. We had a this kind of vegan activist. Technically, oh, people still eat meat. Gross. And like, well, we kind of went back to them and said, well, actually, if yeah, people do still eat meat, obviously, but also. If you eat good meat, where there's so much to it, you said you're eating less and kind of using every part of the animal yeah. because there is there's something in every part of the animal that you can. There is not these kind of factory raised where there's no mm. muscle tone or anything. By actually going for the best stuff, you, you're eating less, but getting more out of it. And I think it's like it, it, it's. It's important. Yeah. That's it's, it. But it's, but it's also, it's interesting that so many sort of world cuisines have just kind of, it's that's how it all originated anyway. Mm. It's yeah. just, it's not rocket science. We gotta, I guess you have to see a pig as an investment, traditionally, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get as much out of that as possible. Yeah. When, I, when, I was, when I grew up, I saw the pig as a friend. Yeah. But um, in the air, I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a very, very tasty friend. Yeah. December is coming. Uh, uh, <laughs> December is coming. <laughs> and even then, I think you, you maybe you respect the animal more. Oh, yeah. And definitely. what's gone into it yeah. and how, yeah, that quality of life, you've seen it firsthand. It's Child need to know where the food coming from. That's it. Maybe they don't need to see how the pig is killed or things like that because yeah. it can be brutal. Yeah. But they need to understand. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. And you will respect that piece of pork when it's on the plate. Yes. You will respect that tomato that we said before. You respect that olive oil. You know, it's winter and the people are really cold in Spain mm. trying to produce and try to bring the best olive oil. 
you know, and it's very hot when when they have to pick up the saffron. You know, that respect yeah. from people they don't have now because they don't understand where the food coming yeah. from. Yeah, what's a nugget? Don't. <laughs> what's a chicken nugget? Yeah, where's that on the on yeah. the yeah. Like exactly. You know, and it's it's sad, really. But mm-hmm. they are the losers. Yeah. Really, the fathers that don't teach proper to the child. You, you think in general those attitudes have changed, at least in London? Hopefully. Okay. I mean, I guess you with your customers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's nice when you see child coming to the restaurant and uh, some people say, do you allow child to come to your place? I say, of course. Yeah. They are the future. Yeah. Future customer. <laughs> you know, and they have to learn. Absolutely, yeah. They have to learn flavor, different flavors. Well, that's also right. kind of the difference between sort of socializing in Spain and the UK. It's very multi-generational. I'm just back from Catalonia, and you'd be at the table, and you'd have all the family there yeah. on a Friday night. You don't see that in the UK as much, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the twenty-somethings are here, the older people are here, teenagers there, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I think that's great. It's, it's important. Yeah. It's important for everyone, and it's important for the for the child to know um, about that. Yeah, sure. Because when I was a child, I didn't go to a restaurant until I was, you know, old. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Only when I was on holiday with my family. Okay. So, just going back to the, the career. So, from uh, Brindisa... What led you to starting your own your own place? Um, I think it was time for me to. Uh, I think Brindisa was very important for me. I worked very hard for Brindisa as well. Um, so you were Air Brothers to Brindisa, Brindisa. Okay. and uh, yeah, it was it was an amazing time. In Brindisa, I learned lots from Monica. That I have big respect for her, um, but it was time for me. I think to. Mm-hmm to move and uh, try my own career, really. Okay. And I was like, with Jose, just up the street from yeah. us. Okay. Jose. Uh, I tried, you know what is um, um, the one in the corner, Great Pan Flower, I think it's called. Yes. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. I, I tried to get that one. Okay. But they have more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to London. Oh. <laughs> after six months, after six months, of planning the place, uh, bringing uh, designers from a kitchen designers from Spain, and then Nick came with more money than me, and bang, take it out. It's mine now. Bless him. I love the place. <laughs> um, very good neighbor. And then when that happens, mm-hmm. the corner came out. Okay. okay. Jose. And always I wanted to to have that kind of. Uh, was my dream really to have that kind of uh, small bar. Yeah. The one that you can see in uh, every single village, the place that you go for a caña and a plato de jamón, or a pincho, croqueta, something very informal, something no attitude. I didn't know if I gonna make any money or not because it was too small. Right. But I really wanted, and um, yeah, I opened it and it was success really. Uh, people like that simplicity that. Uh, authenticity. Yes, um, they liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still amazing how you know it's it's doing. It's doing. Were you prepared for that level of popularity? And no. as I remember, it no. was the wildest yeah, sensation yeah. in town yeah. at the time. This yeah. was what 2011. 11. Yeah, yeah. 
I was not prepared for that. <laughs> uh, very happy. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. But I needed the restaurant, really. If you are a chef, you really yeah, sure, need more, not formal, because as you know me, this place is formal, informal, but it's not yeah. fine dining for sure. Mm-hmm. But you need that proper space. And then came this one. Okay. After really quick. And I saw it less than six months. Six months since I opened Jose and I opened uh, Pizarro. Was that the plan the whole time? No. 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 No, at all. I was lucky to have some money from uh, when I sold my service in Brindisa. Okay. And I have the day that I have that pocket here to, to help me with this one. Great. And that happened. Um, yeah. seven, years. seven years my friend <laughs> seven years seven years where I yeah I did enjoy and I, I, I still enjoying every single day yeah, I just, no, it's not work mm, yeah. it's no work okay. I I just wake up every day saying thank you okay. uh, sometimes you go to bed and say yeah, you wake up five in the morning but there's lots going on or whatever but I do enjoy Okay. I do enjoy and uh, yeah he's giving me that wow every day and uh, yeah mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, the three places three of them very different and uh, but three of them give me that in 2015 you're open near Liverpool Street yeah. yes okay so, no, so, so, so yesterday so you got so you got Jose you got Pizarro and Jose Pizarro yeah so you, you kind of kind of screwed on the fourth one. Little Jose, still there. Little Jose, still there. And I have a middle name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is very Spanish, Manuel. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be waiting for that. That will be in between. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. At the moment, um, are we always still looking? Because, you know. I have very good team behind. We are a very good family now, and uh, you need to give the opportunity to the people grow. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, I'm looking for a new side, maybe. But at the same time, you say, "Wow, you have uh, three places that were do you really? I do really enjoy. Why to race and more headache? But I think I love the adrenaline. Yeah, sure. To the uh, this time, yeah. yeah. So you're looking around, looking anywhere. Really. Okay. In London, or in London. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think I will. You never say no. I can no, but yeah, sure. London is where I think it's everything mm-hmm. at the moment. And uh, yeah, going out now. I want to go to Spain. I want to do something. I'm looking there. Mm-hmm. No restaurant. Okay. Um, I just back from uh, from Andalusia. I'm researching for my new book. And um, it's a place there called Buen Vino in Aracena. You've been in Aracena, mm-hmm. in the where the jamón. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is kind of a eight rooms place where the, the, the owners run like uh, it's not a hotel, it's not a BNB. I don't know what it is, you know. Uh, that kind of where maybe I want to go at some okay. point. Okay. You know, where I can go do my courses, bring people, mm-hmm. kind of uh, no hotel. I don't know what, 
hot cold. Uh, <laughs> but really, really, really happy places. Happy place. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, you, you mentioned your cookbook. So you've got, what, four books? I have four books okay. coming the fifth, uh, Andalusia. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Your books are themed by region. The first one uh, was seasons. Okay. The second was regions, north, south, east, west. Um, and then new publisher came in and said, why you don't do more into the regions? Right. And I start with the Basque Country. Mm. Big success, I have to say. Catalonia is doing very well as mm -hmm. well. And now Andalusia. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's more now going deep into the regions. Okay. But when I say region, it's not just about the regionality of the place. It's not just traditional. It's um, going into meet new people, and uh, yeah, they gave to you the that recipe. Mm -hmm. That is uh, mm -hmm. that is all about. Okay, so that's how you generate a recipe mm -hmm. and meeting with people. Yeah, and they are going to. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I call research mm -hmm. uh, by eating, yeah. drinking, and yeah. having a good time. It's not, yeah, I keep, I keep <laughs> by research. Yeah, yeah. I, keep, I keep telling people it's not greed, it's research. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I think that made a great podcast episode too in the field of the mosaic. But isn't it lovely? I mean, the, so, with all the things that I've ever done, all the, the strange jobs I've had leading up to this point, it's the food and drink people that I like the most. Mm. Because. It's like, I mean, you don't meet a cheese, I know somebody's making cheese thinking, oh, this time next year I'll be a millionaire. Yeah, right. It's, we've got a load of milk, I've just made this. It's delicious, try it. Try. And there's this kind of natural enthusiasm and love and this, and this willingness to share. As you say, if people are giving you recipes or inviting you in. It's amazing. It's just it's such a truly, truly unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, they open... The thing I do, really, I just open my house, bring people, and enjoy. And that is happening every single time when you go to, to, you know, to meet new people, research. And, uh, yeah. and you learn, really learn from them. Uh, mm -hmm. That is the, the nice thing, I think. My job is amazing because you're always learning something. Right, yeah. You know, that recipe, that, it's always something there. So you're always tweaking your menu and, and adjusting yeah. things, yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm very lucky. I have a very good executive chef now, Monty. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, between all of us. We are, yeah, we are enjoying cooking. Okay. That is the point, you know, when you really enjoy going to the kitchen. And, uh, yeah, that is that point where I'm now. Um, yeah, you have to look after your business. Sure. No, because I had to learn a lot about business because I didn't know anything about business. <laughs> At some point, something happened in my business and I have to take over right. and say, Mamma mia, I don't know much about this. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. Right, yeah. But where I'm unhappy is in that kitchen. Okay, okay, okay. And when you just go there and see things coming out of the kitchen and say, I feel happy about that. And feel happy how the food is coming out. Sure. That I'm in that position now. Okay. You know? That's great. And that is amazing. Yeah. That is really amazing. Cool. Well, uh, sounds like a great place to be. <laughs> what um, What do you see happening next, say, five years? Or what, or, or in the near future? Like you got the new book coming new out. New book coming. Um, looking for another place, as I said before making something in Spain 
Uh, yeah, that is what I want to be. Okay. I, I want at some point to, to have the opportunity to spend more time in Spain. Okay. You know, where have the freedom to, to go. No, they are just doing the beach, doing nothing, you know, doing something else about it like that. Okay. I think the future is um, bringing experience to people. Right. Um, because it's where people enjoy. I was entertaining 14 ladies in, um, in Catalonia for a week. Mm-hmm. And, yeah... <laughs> They were They were between sixty-six to eighty-four. Sounds like a great amount of you, it was amazing. And how? But they, people want to learn. People want to have that experience. You know, they teaching uh, for us to make a potato omelet or whatever yeah. is easy. But for many people, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, they really want to eat that place. They want to know how. We produce come out that experience, and I think I want to go in that. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. The way yeah. to, yeah, the yeah. way to go. So, have you noticed the a shift? Like, I mean, one of the questions we scribbled down is, what changes have you seen in London over the last sort of what, whatever 10, 20 years since you've been? Particularly, but the last ten years in particular, just seems to have. London seems to have changed. People's attitudes seem to be changing as well. Absolutely. Uh, People really want to learn, and people really want to do more things. And um, we are so lucky that we go out so much, and how many different restaurants opening every single week. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's amazing. It's It's new ideas, so much creativity. And creativity is not just about fine, you know, fine dining. It's the creativity is uh, to open really tiny place, doing great, amazing food. Uh, uh, And it's always something going on. Mm. I, I cannot keep. Yeah. Are you, do you go out a lot? Are you I to, try to yeah. go, uh, not as much as I want to, um, because when I have time off, for me it's important to go away and to, you know, sure, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. it's quite intense, as, as we know, uh, sometimes. Um, but yeah, see how many places are opening mm-hmm. every day is uh, good. It's that means that people really yeah, right. are interested. Uh, Tom Brown is opening uh, Corn Stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can no way to go. Um, Oli the Bull just opened like a month ago. Amazing place. You know, it's many amazing places. Same that we don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you know, but London is London is explode at the moment. Yeah. I think yeah. when I arrived here, everyone was looking like to New York. What is going on outside? Mm-hmm. Now everyone is looking what is going on in London. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that is it's important. It's a place yeah. to be. Yeah. I must say, and I find that sort of a lot of the new openings I just can't keep up. So I you cannot give up. I go back to the same. I just go back <laughs> to the same kind of five places. Yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you have a kind of a short list of just the kind of the dependables that the, the places you always find yourself going? I always go. You know, I went last night for dinner to JCK. It's a yeah, right, old yeah, fashion, yeah. but I just love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, I just. Places like you just go back and back and back. And sometimes you have to go to a new place, but you say, you know what? I just was really simple, double sole, perfectly cooked, and a couple of oysters and a glass of champagne. Cava. Always on brand. Glass of always bubbles. On <laughs> glass of bubbles. No, uh, always is those uh, places that you go back. Mm-hmm. And if they are there for so many years, it's for a reason. Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. 
he's probably some. And in terms of in terms of food shopping, where do you tend to, to go? I um, n- I'm lucky because I'm in this business. I always order through my suppliers. Okay. <laughs> that is quite simple. I just moved to Kennington now, in uh, and it's a Turkish shop. Turkish, mm-hmm. Turkish, yeah, and yeah. it's a Slovenian. Okay. Um, but yeah, mainly I buy through my through my suppliers because yeah. it's, uh, it's easy, really. I need that for tomorrow, and uh, yeah, normally they look after me very well. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, good, good system. To have. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I understand, are you launching a, an olive oil? Is that I have my olive oil now. Okay, you are to arrive like three weeks ago okay. uh, from Extremadura. Lovely. It's, uh, the olive is Morisca. It's um, like always say, say, it's an olive oil for people love olive oil. You know? okay. It's a uh, half body. Um, really. Piece of bread. <sighs> Nothing, yeah. you know, last year. Uh, Thursday, I was having dinner with friends, and uh, I love the tomato bread we do here. Mm. But that night, I put my olive oil. I was like, bloody hell, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm That's very happy. Yeah. I'm very, very, very happy. Um, took me a long time, because it's, um, it's not what you want to do. It's not, you have to know what are you producing, and where it's coming right. from, like we said before how we pick up the olives, how the olives are going to be take it to the mill and how mm-hmm. and uh, it was a great great experience That's awesome. take a few, few, ta- few years until I mm-hmm. felt comfortable to, to say this is the olive oil I want to put in mm-hmm. my salad or I just want to That's be right. or put in a mm-hmm. toast in the morning yeah. is, are you, is it something you're selling through the and selling through and selling through the restaurant, through the website and uh, hopefully it's going somewhere soon. Okay. But who knows? Watch this space. You can see the world space. And your website is? josebizarro.com. Okay. Okay. Um, and just people uh, searching your name can find all can your social media and everything. But totally, uh, it's happy. Okay. You know, when I try something that took so long, and you, it's like when you receive the first copy of your book, yeah. and you cry, yeah. <laughs> you know, I would say this not it's not happening again. And you take the book, and you say fuck. <laughs> Sorry to say that, but I'm crying. I was in the, I was in Andalucía when I received my copy from uh, oh. from Catalonia right. with all the family. <laughs> and that olive oil when I took it, you know, because you you go there, you mill the oil, you just try. But when you receive the bottle, the final thing, and you try, wow. Yeah, that's great. Well, if, it's, if, you, if you've sourced it, you've, you've worked with the people you've, to, to get it to from tree to in your hand. Yeah, and how, it's, it's how, how that tree, or where is that tree coming from, or what, mm-hmm. you know, the whole hundred of years mm-hmm. since right. the more, yeah. Yeah. Morisca is the name of the olives, uh, and the, uh, it's coming from the moors. Ah, you know, and uh, it's many, many years to now, wow. It's, uh, it's in London. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a few miles. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's important how the people pick those olives, how we pick the olives. And uh, you see coming the juice. Because olive, olive oil is a juice. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Lots. Yeah. 
Well, I think I think dentistry's loss yes. has been has been London's <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> I am lucky. I'm lucky to say that I'm, I'm in London because uh, it's my home. Uh, it's where yeah, always I will be. You know? yeah. Always, yeah. I think. Well, I have to go to Spain, you know, but yeah. I. It's close. It's yeah. close. It's, it's close. close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Well, now you got anything. I think that, I think that covers everything. Chef, absolutely. You got any, any no, no, thank you, guys. It's always like we say, sadly, but it's lovely to to have a coffee with with friends. Yes, okay. because in the end, that moment, this moment, these moments, is the one that you will remember. Yes, you know, absolutely. the chat that you have with your friends. Uh, that is is what is what is all about. Uh, yes, you know? yeah, yeah. I like we say, nothing better than to be around a table. And enjoying a cup of coffee or a, a plato de whatever. You know? That is the moment that we have to share. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So there you have it, a really great, uh, great really great conversation for us with uh, the one and only Jose Pizarro. Um, I just, uh, again, we're sitting here uh, after this interview, sitting here having this great lunch. Uh, the sherry has gone, and I'm enjoying a nice coffee. Um, really good coffee, actually, for, for a restaurant, anyway. Right. And um, we are here at Pizarro, and that's just one of three of Jose's restaurants, or outlets. He's just up the street. Uh, he's got Jose, his uh, super famous uh, tapas bar. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just outside, what is that, Broad? Broadgate. He's got Jose Pizarro. So we think he should uh, maybe capitalize. We do know he has a middle name. So that might be his next enterprise. But um, if you want to find out about him, I mean, just Google Jose Pizarro, and that's with one Z, one uh, Z, and one Z. And, and, sorry, <laughs> one Z and two R's. And. Um, or you can look up josepizarro.com. Uh, I think he's Jose underscore Pizarro on most of his social. And um, thanks also to our uh, theme song people. That is E-Nub, the letter I, the letter I, and then N-U-B. Thank you so much for contributing uh, again to um, making the sound even better than it was before we had a soundtrack. <laughs> and if you want to find out about me, I am at Tiki Chris on, um, on Twitter and also TikiChris.com and Neil... Uh, you can how wonderful you are. You can track me down on various bits of social media as oh, right. Dinehard. Dinehard. Um, and that's on, on certainly on Twitter and Instagram and, and other social media platforms as soon as I think of another terrible film and food pun. Yes, yes. And until then, we're going to be dining hard. And we're also, oh my God, as a unit, we are allconsumedpod.com and at allconsumedpod. And we'll be back soonish with another episode. But we really appreciate the time Jose Pizarro gave us for this wonderful, yes, thank wonderful you, Jose. conversation. Thanks a lot. Thank and you. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>